0: Welcome to another episode of the Dumb and Dummies podcast, a music industry podcast where everything is terrible and the house is on fire. Hosted by the illustrious Ghost Cult magazine. Very illustrious. I'm Matt Bacon, here with
1: my beautiful co host, Curtis Dewar. I'm giving you the devil horns right now, Matt. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, anyway, so Curtis.
1: Yes, Matt. How
0: are, how are you today, Curtis?
1: I'm doing amazing, Matt. How are you doing, Matt?
0: I'm good, Curtis.
1: That's very good, Matt. I'm glad to hear that, Matt.
0: What are so? What are we talking about? What are we well, doing? Matt, what are we talking about? Educate, educate our listener. Come on, let's do some. Education. Well, Matt,
1: we are we are going we are going to be talking about the importance of self-educating yourself,
0: Matt. Self-educating yourself. Clearly, you need to do some more of this.
1: Clearly, all of us do, Matt.
0: Yes, Curtis. So, what does self-education look like? Well, what we in, in, exactly.
1: Well, here? okay. So I'm talking about just like going and learning the different things that you need in order to uh, get better at whatever it is you need that you want to get done. So for example, you go to school, you learn how to do basic stuff. Doesn't most of that stuff is not like stuff that's really going to teach you your music business. You know, you might, you're going to learn how to add, you're going to learn how to subtract. You might learn some poetry, which might help you learn to do some lyrics. But I mean, really, what did you really learn in high school that, has really assisted you in your day-to-day life, Matt? Can you think of that? Uh,
0: I- I'm a little different because I went to like an international high school.
1: Okay. So With the rest of us.
0: So, yeah. So for me, like this, is the, but I just want to point this out. This is very important okay. as a part of kind of my, my founding mythos, if you will. Mm. Um, <clears throat> you know, I went to an international high school and there's sort of like an array of superpowers you get if you go to an international high school. Um, you know, just like, an ability to under, you know, to understand accents and do things like that, which I think is really important.
1: Well, in in most North American schools, and I'm assuming, I'm assuming most British schools and most South African schools and Belgian schools and all the rest of the schools, you don't really get taught too much applicable stuff for life. You don't. you don't, you don't, you don't It's just the way it is. Don't know why it is, but it's just the way it is. So the way to really like, you don't even learn how to like, you don't even learn how to do basic banking stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so the so there's you, there's other stuff you need to learn in order to do well in life or to succeed in certain areas. So like one thing that I I've been doing uh, for quite a long time is that if I if there's a certain area that I want to learn about, I'll go grab a bunch of books, I'll go do a bunch of online courses, and I'll just study the crap out of them until I feel like I understand it. And then usually what I'll do is I'll go back again and do them a few more times. I'm like obsessive nerd like that, so that way I just make sure that I fully got er- absolutely everything i want out of that and the reason why is because a i probably would never be able to would never have been able to last being self-employed but yeah you know what i mean um like for example like you don't get taught how to sell you don't get taught how to you know you don't get taught how to do basic invoicing you don't get taught uh how to get customers or anything like or how to bank anything or anything like that right uh, so those are just like a few of the things like if you if you decided that you wanted to start your own business and you didn't even know how to sell anything you'd be dead in like a few, well, six weeks i would say if not sooner you know yeah. what i mean probably a lot sooner because you wouldn't have even had any money banked so that to me is like a basic reason why you would want to do some self-education because especially if you're going like a business like a musician based in my mind should at least know how to sell stuff because that's pro- part of the problem with a lot of bands is why they have a lot of stocks sitting around is because they just don't know how to sell it. Yeah. Or, and they don't know how to get listeners, which is another uh, sales skill. But if they learned even some basic stuff on selling, they would be leaps and bounds ahead of most people. You know, Now, he,
0: now here, here's the key I think with how Curtis and I market things. This is important. Okay. Is that we're not, we're talking about stuff you learn in school okay it's just that we're applying it to music
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's really important to be aware of i think
1: mm-hmm.
0: when understanding kind of how curtis and i approach this entire thing yeah is yeah
1: yeah like we probably we, neither one of us would be able to do what we're doing if we didn't have a like weren't Actively reading, what haven't actively learned or anything like that. Like for example, just to give you, just to give you guys like some sort of an idea. I usually read about fifty to sixty books a year minimum. Usually, yeah. it's up to, uh, beyond that. Uh, there's been some years we'll do a hundred, and that's nonfiction books. And it's not like you know I'm reading like romance novels and horror novels and science fiction novels. It's like stuff where I'm actually trying to learn stuff, right? And I'll usually, and also I'm constantly listening to books podcasts Um, like I said there's online courses I do like for example right now I'm doing a couple online courses I'm doing a copywriting course I'm doing uh, a sales a couple sales courses and I'm doing some online market another online marketing course on top of that this is all stuff so I can stay ahead of the game because I know no one else is doing that and that way, I also know how to – I'm up to date on what I need to do in order to be able to run my business as a PR and be able to help you guys, right? And I know Matt does the exact same thing. Yes,
0: I do want to point out I'm actually a big advocate for reading fiction. Um, I just because no I, I think you can learn that way too.
1: I agree. Um, i I don't do it.
0: <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and there's obvi- – and, like, it's important. So now there's there's a couple things here because now on the one hand, I just said, look, it's important to – um. You know, it's important to respect that people have different learning styles, which is true. That being said, I also genuinely feel that the amount that just the way humans' brains works, the amount you're going to get from a book is disproportionately valuable
1: mm-hmm.
0: and needs to be treated as such.
1: Agreed. But again, it depends upon the book. You have to pick the right books, too. Like, if you pick the wrong books, you're going to wind yourself in a bunch of trouble. Like, there's a lot of people that will claim that they're an expert on something like that. And then you read their text, their book, and it's kind of, eh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, they're like, I love Russell Brunson, but because of Russell Brunson's book, Expert Secrets, where he basically says anybody can become an expert, there's a lot of fucking garbage out there. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I'm not trying to pick on Russell Brunson. He's a great guy. I've learned a lot from him. But there, there, there is a lot of garbage being taught as a result of the book that he wrote from people misapplying... A lot of the stuff he did so you got to be careful with what you're reading and you got to be care like just make sure it somehow applies so if you want to get if you want to learn something like for example sales a good thing to do is to first learn a little bit about how to talk to people what's a good book on learning how to talk to people matt i want to hear your your your, your version of this matt
0: three books that are oh, essential for that. learning how to talk to people okay uh-huh. how to win friends and influence people by Del carnegie Possibly the most important book I've ever read. Boo. The Prince by Machiavelli. Never read that one. Possibly the most important book I've ever read. <laughs> and finally, um, probably Thank You Economy by Gary V. Thank possibly You Economy the mo- is a great book. Possibly the most important book I've ever read.
1: I like crushing it. Crush it. crush it better myself, but I, I do see how, how, how you'd say that.
0: Well, I think that Thank You Economy is very valuable for how it teaches you how to... Um, Interact with other people,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know how. All, all those books are good. I think it, the way it informs how I approach a lot of my business relationships is really important.
1: I agree. You know what? Another really good book is it, it, uh, just in on the subject of kind of like communicating and building relationships. Mm-hmm. Is a book called The Go Giver by a guy named Bob berg I don't know if you ever read that one. I have not. No. It takes the store. It takes the semblance of fiction but it actually provides a ton of valuable business lessons on it. And it talks all about referrals and it talks all about how to refer people without being uh, coming across as being a douchebag and how to actually interact with people nicely in a business setting without getting yourself screwed around. It's quite an interesting book.
0: Um, Another, another book like that, that, uh, that's very interesting and uh, a fictional book. It's a little bit weird, but Really, really good fictional book. Greatest Salesman? Yes.
1: That one? Is that what you're going to say? Yes,
0: yes, 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 yes.
1: You've read that? That's good.
0: Yeah. It's it's definitely it's definitely a little bit strange, but it's also like...
1: You thought it was strange? I thought that was like a fucking awesome book. It okay. Little, it was a bit biblical, but I mean, other than that, it was... Yeah, just be, be
0: ready for some Bible stuff. <laughs> okay.
1: Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let me just interject here. Here's the thing. With a lot of these old business books and even some current ones... A lot of them do go into like the Bible and stuff, which is fine. But if you're not into that, that's fine. Just take the parts that fit. Just take it out of the biblical sense, and the and the lessons still match up pretty good. You know, yeah. I mean? like the greatest salesman in the world is an extremely famous uh, book that was originally for salespeople, but then he, he he turned that book into another one called The Greatest Secret. And it's basically the same thing, except. Treats it for regular people, not for salespeople. But it teaches you concepts like discipline and stuff like that, and it's really, really cool. You're actually supposed to read it, something I think it was three hundred times or something, is what it said. Yeah. So,
0: but now, now I want to point out. I want to point out. Yeah. Again, this is this is just, this is just like a human psychology thing, mm-hmm. and and it doesn't work for everyone, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it, as far as I understand, you get a lot like you under like everyone listening to this podcast. Fundamentally understands the value of discipline. Yeah. Right. Okay. But there's something about sitting down and reading a book about it. That's going to make your actions a lot stronger in their execution.
1: That's because you're learning the technology of how to do it. Exactly.
0: And when you're dedicating time to something, you suddenly become a lot more devout in your practice.
1: Mm Yeah. Yeah then Another good book just on discipline is Relentless by Tim Grover. Those two—if you read The Greatest Salesman in the World and uh, and Relentless together back to back—you would probably be like massively persistent and successful after you read those two back to back. But that's neither here nor there. So back to what we were talking about initially, but we are kind of on the same subject. You gotta you gotta kind of like watch out for what books you're gonna be re- reading. So one way that I use to pick out what books I'm gonna read is a I'll look for make sure it's pertaining to the subject I want to study about so like if I want to learn for example like right now uh, I've decided the two things I really want to learn about for example are marketing and sales like I mean I've already got sure. a background in those but I like me personally that's kind of what I'm focusing on right now it's those two aspects because if you know how to sell and you know how to market you should be pretty much an unstoppable PR I would think you know what I mean I'm pretty good at business as well so I'm trying to get through all those. So I went and looked, and I was looking at okay. So what are what are who are the main uh, what are the main books on selling? So there was Greatest Salesman in the World, which I read. Uh, there's all the Grant Cardone books, which I read. Um, I went and looked through all the all the different uh, sales trainers. You know, so I read all the stuff on by Jeffrey Gittimer. Uh, I found out about Russell Brunson. I just made a big list of guys, and then I just started going pocket to pocket, pocket through them. Right. I'm nowhere down done the list yet, but I'm I'm getting pretty darn close. Um, and then I started also looking at online courses. So like, for example, I went and did a couple of Grant Cardone's courses. I went and did some Jordan Belfort courses. Uh, what else did it do? Jeffrey Gittimer courses. So like, you kind of got to look at what you want to learn and then you got to delve deep into it and just kind of like try to get as much information you can because that's how you become proficient and professional at whatever it is you're doing. And I'm not saying I'm proficient professional yet, but I'm a lot better than I was, for example, four years ago when I I first started really delving into the subject, right? So what what would your thoughts, Matt?
0: A lot of this stuff I think it's important to realize um, comes at a very step – in a very sort of step-by-step way, right? But also simultaneously sometimes you – Sometimes some books are reinforcing and other books uh, drive you to new heights.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I mean? Well, and that's really the, important.
1: But a lot of times the reinforcing ones, like if you can get a different viewpoint on how to apply a certain concept, that, that's also pretty helpful too. Like for example, when I first read Crush It, I'd already read some books on social media, but the way that Gary went over certain thing, it might've been actually, it might've been Thank You Economy either one one of his books the way he went over certain things was like oh that's how i can apply it to this versus you know just kind of like having the concept of it but no real way of knowing how to apply it you know what i mean so both are really really good the reinforcing and the taking you to new heights but the very first thing you want to do is just find like some a simple basic text on whatever it is that you're learning want to learn about so like for example if you want to learn about marketing learn about one aspect of marketing and find something kind of simpler on it. Like Russell Brunson is a really good entry point if you've never read anything about marketing, because that's a guy who has based, like to my understanding, he studied almost every single marketer out there. (laughs) Like from the beginning of time, he was like a big time nerd about it. And now he's kind of condensed a lot of that stuff into a 300, two 300 page books which will teach you the basics of marketing does he teach you everything no but he teaches you an awful lot of stuff and the stuff is really applicable and really easy to put into use and i know as a fact that he has been extremely successful doing what he's doing so if you just took his two books read those ones first in the back of expert secrets he's even got an appendix of other books that you can read that he based the stuff on like he's got like uh, the one sentence persuasion secret he's got all these different books in there you could just dive through there and then you could start going back and back and back if you want to learn more. Right. But just for something simple on marketing as an all encompassing thing, those two books, books that he wrote would be just perfect for a beginner. Exactly. But don't, you don't want to start advanced. Try to go simple first, learn the simple stuff first, go a little bit more advanced. And then as you learn more, get a little bit more complex, right? Like there's no point, like for example, uh, for marketing, you wouldn't want to go study Jay Abraham as a first thing because he's fucking incomprehensible. But he, he's like a guy that people say have, has turned more people into uh, millionaires due to his marketing efforts. But to the average person, if you're just getting into into marketing, you're not going to understand Jay Abraham at all because he talks in fucking gobbledygook. But if you read a bunch of other marketing books first, you could probably go back and then start to understand a lot of the concepts that Jay Abraham is saying. Because a lot of the stuff he's saying is really simple, except he uses like fucking big, big, big fucking words to say it. Now Matt's going to make fun of me. I,
0: mean, I, I guess I don't know. I think it depends what Jay Abraham book you're you're looking at. Well,
1: Some of his, us, even his lectures, are like, "Oh my God, Jay, what the fuck?" Satan played English.
0: Some of us are a little more uh, uh-huh. aware than our peers uh-huh. on this podcast.
1: Peer who teaches stuff, you know. Anyway, point being. <laughs> point, point being. <laughs> Oh, uh, the point being is that you need to find some simple texts at first to figure out what you want to learn about. So what I would suggest anybody that's listening to this podcast do, uh, I would first, before getting into anything else, is to find a simple book on sales, learn some stuff about selling as your very first thing, because selling is like the undercut everything else that's in marketing. If you don't know how to sell, even if you mark, know how to market, you're not going to be able to convert it into sales later. Yeah. And in, in addition to that, sales is also kind of like the backbone of interpersonal relationships if you use it ethically. So like if you're talking to someone else, you're trying to sell them on an idea, right? Or if you're trying to do something, you're trying to pitch a story to someone or you're trying to pitch a, your, a review to someone, you're selling, right? So you need to learn the basics of how to sell, even if it's not face-to-face. Oh, your cat's loud, Matt. Yeah. Even if it's not that face-to-face, you still need to know the fundamentals of how to sell. And there's a lot of really, really easy and simple sales books that you can start off with. Like I said, Grant Cardone's great. Jeffrey Gitomer's great. Jordan Belford, his one's a little bit more complex, but it's pretty good. Um, who else is there? There's, there's like, um, now I'm going blank, Tom Hopkins is pretty good, Zig Ziglar is pretty good. But any of those type of things, you read one or two of those books, you'll start to get the idea and then you can start getting into more advanced con- concepts and then get into more marketing type things. <laughs>
0: But it's important to remember that a lot of this is uh, I'm trying to think of the right word. A lot, a lot of this stuff is it feels common sense, but it's important that you learn it properly. That's the thing. Because if,
1: well, here's one thing is if you feel like you know all about something, but you're not doing it, you probably don't know really enough about it as the thing, right? So you kind of want to like, if you're not producing anything with the quote-unquote knowledge you have, you probably do not understand it well enough, or there's something about it you don't really understand, right? So that's kind of what you got to think about, because I know with me, like, if I ever get into a rut on something and I can't figure out why I can't get get a product in some area, like, for example, if I can't get reviews for somebody, first thing I will do is I'll go back and first I'll listen to the album again, just to make sure I fully got the album and I'm totally sold on the album and I'm enthusiastic about the album, that type of of thing. And then I'll go back and I'll start trying to deconstruct everything I'm doing. And if that means I got to go read a book about how to pitch, I'll go reread a book I've had about how to pitch for like the thousandth time. You know what I mean? But you always got to figure out, okay, well, what am I not doing correctly? Because if, if you can do it once, there's usually a way of doing it all the time. So there's usually a specific technology you're not applying is all I'm trying to say. Right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And learning that takes time. Anyway, what are your, what, so point being,
1: what should the big takeaways be from this thing? Read, read, do online courses. Um, And the biggest thing of all, is that you should be doing our marketing challenge because me and Matt have both done a lot of these courses and we've done a lot of reading and studying and stuff like that. And, uh, we gear all these concepts to the musician. Um, so unlike there's unlike, and we
0: also push accessibility and affordability more right. than pretty much anyone else out there doing this.
1: Yeah. Like just, so, just so you guys know, I, I think I said it before, but I mean, I I'm enrolled in a couple challenges right now. Um, I've got I've done the I'm doing I've got done the click funnels one and I'm doing the um uh traffic and funnels one right now and I'm trying I'm doing these challenges just so I can kind of see what other people are doing and what kind of value they're bringing and nobody does one on one absolutely nobody does as much interaction as we do so far like it, it it just doesn't happen like the 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 main people behind behind the challenge will not be talking to you it'll be like a, a lower level person and, you know, they'll delegate half the tasks to that person to run the group, right? With us, you get me and Matt, and we're there, and we're helping you as much as we can. Sometimes we don't get back to you for a few hours, but we try to be as close, close to instant as possible. So you'd have that as well. Plus, the other factor is it's 20 bucks. What are you going to lose?
0: Yeah. That's sort of the thing. It's like I am throwing down the gauntlet right now. If Do you're serious... If you're serious about your band, this is the kind of thing you want to do. And if you're not willing to spend 20 bucks on your band, you're already fucked. So stop listening to this podcast.
1: I agree with you, Matt.
0: Anyway, this has been Dumb and Dumbest. You have been listening. We are done. Yes. Are we?
1: (laughs) Are we done yet?
0: Oh, fuck. It won't let me stop it.
1: Oh, no. No, the podcast has to continue. What do you want to
0: talk about, Matt? Uh, one second. Fuck. Fuck. What's going on? Oh, no. Oh, no.
1: You've been taken.